0: Welcome to the Eastside Church Podcast. We're a community-driven church based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and invite you to join us on Sundays at 9 or 11 a.m. For more information, visit our website, eastsidechurch.co. Amen? Amen. This is good. This is good. This is good. You know, I like uh, when we completely trust in Him. Because Exodus fifteen twenty six, he says what? I am the Lord your healer. That's it. So we have no other thing but trust in him because he, he is our healer. That is his name. No other name. And we just sang the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name. What a wonderful name. What a powerful name. Awesome. Because there's no other name given to man in heaven and on earth that is greater than the name of Jesus. The power is incredible. So when we trust, we have to trust with all our heart. And that's one of the things that we should do. And of course, in trusting God, last Sunday, I have to thank God for Sister Cheryl Sharp because she gave us a hint of how to live, do not hinder the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit work. Yes. Because when the Spirit, where anywhere the Spirit of God is, what is there? Liberty. F- liberty. Freedom. Yes. So let it be free. And when we allow it to be free, then we are also free. Amen. That's basically what we have to. Let the Word of God, which is the Spirit, life, be free. Let us not try to make... God in our image (laughs) because he created us in his image let us remain that way rather than trying to make him in our own image so today um, what the Lord put in my heart you know I was jealous of uh, the women retreat because when they were there they were asking them the word what is your word so they, were, they came back, every one of them came back, endurance, trust, and everything. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, God, what is my word for today? Yeah, ask God. Say, what is my word for today? Because I was asked to speak today, for today. I said, okay, God, what is my word? He said, appreciation. Appreciation. So what do we mean by Appreciation. Appreciation, according to that definition in a dictionary, says recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. Recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. And of course, recognition means agreement that something is true. (laughs) See how it is? That's recognition that we agree that something is good. And what is enjoyment? The state or process of taking pleasure in something. The state or process of taking pleasure in something. So I put together, I say that taking pleasure in agreement that the word is truth. Taking pleasure in agreement that the word is truth. So... There are some synonyms that is familiar with, uh, with, with, with everyone with, that, uh, with, that, with the word appreciation, like value, treasure, admiration, respect, regard, esteem, high opinion. So what are the qualities of the word that we should recognize and enjoy? What is the word to start with? Christ is the word. Christ is the word. So what are the qualities? You know, we have sing of the power, healer, rock, everything that we can think of. But let's look at other characters. There are several. I can't even but I just want to touch few because I have just a small time, a short time to, to, to talk about. So let us recognize and take pleasure in Christ compassion because it's like, it, what, what the word says that Christ is compassionate yes. that's one of the characters of God yes that's one character that we know our compassionate God okay now we sang one of the songs that was singing was that we don't deserve anything good isn't it But he he sought for us to make sure that we can get it. That's compassion that he had for us. He showed compassion. So the word says, and and what is compassion? Let me just see some some, uh, synonyms of compassion because that's what I want to spend more time. Pity, sympathy, empathy, care, concern, love, tenderness. Mercy, he always cater for their needs. That's compassion. We take our eyes off ourselves, but look unto others to help. So let's look at Matthew 9, verse 35 and 36. Verse 35 says, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness, And every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. See? That's that's the kind of thing that we have as believers and followers of Christ to do because he never looked away from them. He always come to their rescue. Out. He saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. He always, always give to them. Give to us. And we've seen it. There's so many that we've seen it that he gives to us every blessed day. Because who is he to us? He is a shepherd. That's why Psalm thirty-three. David knew this. David is one of those people that is one of is my, one of my heroes in the in the world. Because even though in today's in today's uh, uh, world, we could have said, "Oh, David was he's a murderer. He was a bad person. Given his uh, family, he wasn't a good a good a good dad, wasn't it?" So, but what happened? David was such a person that at all times he sought the heart of the Lord. He wasn't after the hand of God because most of the time, there's a mistake we always make. Seeking after God's heart and seeking after God's hand. (laughs) Because when we seek after God's heart, that's what Matthew 6 verse 33 says. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all other things. Remember, when I look at all other things, I always look at it as having children, for my children. Whether I like it or not, food is guaranteed in the house. They don't have to think about where there'll be food because mommy and daddy are there, there will be food. They don't have to think about accommodation because that's their home. They don't have to think about clothing because they have to be clothed. That's exactly what, because those are the needs. All other things are those things that we are entitled to by virtue of being God's children. But what we need to do in our own, on, the, on our own is to seek him, yeah. seek him. That's all that we have to do. seek his heart, go after his heart. That's all that we need to do. And we look at Mark 1, verse 40 to 42. And a leper came to Jesus beseeching him and falling on his knees before him and saying, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. You see, that's basically the God that we, we know as a compassionate God. Do we really empathize with people when they're in situations that we, we see them? Or do we think, do we say, oh, I'm better than him or her? Oh, it's because of his sin. Remember what the Pharisees used to do? In those days, they used to think that, yeah, when somebody is suffering from something, it's because of his sin. Remember when they asked Christ, this baby that is born, uh, uh, born blind. Is it because of his sin or the sin of his parent? What did he say? Neither. neither. But so that the glory of God may be shown. So most of the time, so that's why we have to be compassionate as he is. Because if our God that we follow, remember, we want to be like him. That's the whole episode of being a Christian. We want to be like him. How can we be like him? We have to let the word, we have to be, let his example be our own guide. Because as a compassionate God, you know who a leper is? Leprosy is contagious disease. It's contagious disease that if you touch, you're likely to have it. And even today, remember, God has equipped us with his Holy Spirit so that when we pray because just like uh, uh, Brandon uh, uh, just talked about the dad, I believe that the dad has received healing. Amen. Because when we speak, it comes to pass. Because we have to speak. Because he said, let there be light, and there was light. So leprosy is something that could have been, that is contagious. But Christ, in his love, mercy, pity, empathize with him and touch him. And the leprosy left. So are we willing to do the same to our fellow people? Because we have the, remember, we carry the kingdom. Because Christ said, the kingdom of God is within us. And Galatians 4 verse 6 says that we have been given the spirit of the Son, Crying out Abba, Father, so we have the Spirit of the Son. And the Bible also tells us that we have the mind of Christ. Yes. So if we have the mind of Christ, that means that whatever Christ did, we will do so. But that's what he said in John, in John, I think 1512 uh, or so, that he said that, if you believe in me, the works that I do you will also do. Even greater. Why? Because I go to the Father. Yes. So if we are compassionate, trusting, admiring that, that, that trait, that character, that attribute of our Lord Jesus Christ of being compassionate, the same thing that he did with that leper, are we not capable of doing it? Yes, we are. We can do it even more because we can reach, to so, we can reach more people. And if multiple of us in going out in that faith, praying, touching, believing, say that, yes, God, because you send me, I'm going. I have to be there and I will do it. Because why? Ephesians 2 verse 10, you are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good work, which he had ordained for you and me to walk in them. That's what he said. So we have to. So if we are compassionate, we have to emulate, follow him. Remember, when we're talking about if we appreciate his love, his compassionate character, we will want to do exactly the same thing. So that's, that's the message that every one of us have to follow. Remember, too, that in Lamentation 3, verse 22 to 23, it says, Through your mercies, we are not consumed. Because your compassion fails not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. His compassion fails not. New every morning, great is his faithfulness. So that means as we are getting, as we are being, as Christ is pitying us, empathizing with us, we also have to extend that love because there are so many people. That do not know. So many people that do not appreciate that because, they do, because, remember, appreciation is what? We agree that something is true. That's recognition. Agreement that something is true. And enjoyment. That's a state accepting it with pleasure of, some, of good qualities. The quality of compassion is a good one. So we have to emulate it. Because we know that through his compassion, that every blessed day, we can wake up. And I, you know, one, one thing I normally do every day when I wake up, the first thing, when I just leave, wake, up from, uh, wake up from my sleep, I walk, I say, God, thank you for today. This is a day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, because it's a gift from you, and anything that comes from you is good. That's my prayer in the morning. That's the first, if, when every time I wake up, I say, God, thank you for today. And that's Psalm for 118, verse 24. Because it is a day that the Lord has made, I will rejoice. It's a conscious effort that I will rejoice and be glad in it. So if we indeed admire and enjoy this character of Christ, What is our our response? Romans 12 verse 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. That's our duty. That's why we we all have that duty as believers and followers of Christ, as kingdom carriers, to think about others, to bless others with our gift. Because once you recognize the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in you and me, we have to go out and minister to other people Amen. we definitely we cannot just sit back because there are so many hurting people but the unfortunate thing is that because we are unsure of who we are in Christ that's something that normally keeps us back instead of doing what we have to what we are being called to because we are blessed to be a blessing god did not give us that spirit for us to just own it God did not give us the spirit of speaking with, with, with evidence of speaking fill us with with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues for us to just keep it at home. No, He gave us that spirit to be bold because remember, Second Second uh, Timothy chapter chapter one verse six. Uh, 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 verse seven, verse seven, because verse six says, "Stir up the spirit." Verse 7, seven says, "For God did not give us a spirit of fear." but he gave us a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. So we definitely have to utilize that because it is a gift that is given to us. So being given to us, we have to think about others. And when we think about the others, you know what? God will empower us and bless us and bless us and bless us more than we can ever imagine. Think about it. If we are close fisted, can something come in? No. Nothing, but when we are open, We have in abundance. So that's what we have. That's why Christ taught us that attribute of His compassion. He demonstrated it at every point that He was. He never stopped healing. He never stopped. We saw that when He saw those when he saw the, 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 the multitude. They've been there with Him for three days. So wow, the disciples say, now, Master, it's dark. Send these people away. He said, no, I have, to, I, I, I have compassion on them. I have to give them food. Otherwise, you want them to fall, to fall by the wayside and die? Where will they buy food? He blessed them and fed them. So we have to do the same thing. That's as believers and followers of Christ. So First Peter chapter 3, verse 8 says, Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another, Love as brothers, be tender hearted, be courteous. This is a command. Not if I like to, if I want to, if I may. He says that we all, all of us, should be of one mind. We should have compassion for one another. Love as brothers, be tender hearted and be courteous. That's what we are called to do. So we definitely have to be compassionate to one another. So I think I will only have time for maybe two attributes of Christ that we know it is worth recognizing and enjoying. So another one we were talking, singing about the love. Christ is loving. We know that. Everyone feels that. And of course, David is one of those who actually knew the love of God. One of those. Because at every point in time, he was seeking God. Seeking God. Remember when, think about David. He was anointed when he was 12. But he did not take the kingship until 30, 18 years of running, like, <laughs> running from one cave to the other. Think about it. But he appreciated the love of God. That's, that's, so a lot of times, when you look at, look at a person like that, embracing and knowing who God is, and sometimes we don't even wait up to the, that length of time that David waited. Already, we are tired. We throw in the the towel. That's not what it's about. About It's about enduring. Because when we know that God loves us, he loves us much more than we can ever imagine. So, let's see what he did. (laughs) John 15, uh, uh, verse 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. And verse 15 says, As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. See? He loves us so much that he was willing to come to the earth. Not just coming. He took my sin and took your sin, he took my infirmities and took your infirmities. So one thing that we have to remember is that we are not praying to be healed, but we are praying that we were healed because 2,000 years ago we were healed, but our body needs to recognize that. Our body needs to recognize that 2,000 years, more than 2,000 years ago, we were healed. And that's when we're praying, we just remind our body, say, look, what he said about you is that by my stripes, you are healed, or you were, because Peter says, in, uh, first Peter uh, says, you were healed. Yeah. So we were healed, yes. that's what it is. But our body must obey, right. must conform to that word, that we were healed more than 2,000 years ago, why? Because he laid down his life for us. See, calling us friends calling us friends. How awesome. Yes. That's the greatest love that you can ever imagine. Not even dying for the right, per, uh, 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 righteous people. <laughs> can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. That my Lord died for a sinner, a rejected soul like me, and it's, even if it was only one person, even if it was only me, he would have still come. Thank you, Jesus. See, we were singing about Living 99. And seek, seek that one. That's what we're singing today, and that's what he said. It is a joy in heaven. Remember in Luke chapter 15, verse one and two, when the task collectors were just drawing to him and listening to what he was preaching, the Pharisees and the scribes were saying, "Who, What is wrong with this man? He always receives sinners and 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 dine with them." Then he gave them that parable. So you know what? If you had 100 sheep, then you lost one. Wouldn't you go back and look for that one? And when you find it, what will you do? You put it on your shoulder and say, come and rejoice with me because I found that sheep that was lost. And that's who we are. And remember his disciples too. The disciples were not learned of all the people. They were, they were the downtrodden, the the fishermen. What do they know? Nothing. They would just hear the, the language of the fish. That's all they knew. That's all they had. But look at Acts of the Apostle chapter 2. You could see the transformation of the love that he has for us, that he could give us his Holy Spirit, that he, we can do more than whatever the flesh can do. Because when Peter stood up, And then the Holy Spirit was speaking through Peter. What happened? They all marveled. Said, what is going on? Then they said, oh yeah, 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 he was with Jesus. (laughs) See, when we have him because he loves us, he changes who we are. He changes what the world thinks about us. He changes everything that we can ever imagine. That is because we can only imagine what we can see most of the time, but it doesn't take it away that those things that we do not see don't exist. It, do, it does exist, definitely, because that's a faith that we have in him. Faith that we have in him. Remember what he said, what the question that the the, the Jews, the, 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 the Pharisees, uh, they asked him, when they asked him, what shall we do to do the work of God? What did he say? Believe. Believe. That's all. That's faith in him. Because when we know that, because knowing that he loves us, if he could give his life for us, what else can he uh, uh, withhold from us? If he could give his life, lay down his life so that you and I can be reconciled to the Father, that you and I can have that divine health, that you and I can be where he created us to be, who he created us to be, what he wants us to do. What else can he not give us? Think about it. We see that in, in, uh, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 26, he says that The birds of the air, what do they do? They don't sow. They don't reap. Yet the Father is taking care of them. What about us that he created in his image and gave us the power over all those things? That's why he gave his life, so that you and I can walk in that newness and be him, be in him, because that's the Holy Spirit that completely changed. So complete makeover. Because the Holy Spirit changes who we are, and put us in His image, and so that we look alike, <laughs> Amen. Because we want to be like Him. Being like Him means that He loves us so much, so that daily He changes us. Okay. In First Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty-one, for He made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Wow. Wow. See? He took our infirmities, our sins, and then take that away and impute on us the righteousness. So you know that whenever we claim that, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God. When you say that, you know what happens? The enemy is so angry. That's right. Because he wants to tell you, no, 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 no. You are that sinner. You, you, remember what you did there? You, did you show compassion? Did you do this? He's an accuser. So remember the love of God. And David, as I, first, as I always say, was the only one of those guys in the Bible that I've always loved to read about. Because when David made a mistake, and when David made a mistake, 2 Samuel, That he went to count the number of troops. He asked uh, 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 Joab to count the number of troops in Israel. Which, you know that always, the troop in Israel is not about the physical. It's always about the spiritual. But he made that mistake and asked Joab to count it. Joab said, what? (laughs) He said, go and do it. So the word of the king stood. So Joab went and did it, David, then gave him three options. That these are the options. He sent the prophets, tell him three options. These are the options that I want to do. What did David do? Say, I better fall into the hand of the Lord because he is merciful and compassionate. See, that's the love. That's the love we're talking about because he is a long-suffering God. And his long-suffering is for us to change. And that's one of the reasons why the children of Israel had to stay in Egypt for 400 years because he was waiting for the, uh, uh, for the, for the sins of the uh, uh, Amorite to come to completion. So he, he always gives us that chance to change because of the love that he has for us. So we are his righteousness, so we should say hallelujah on that. Hallelujah. <laughs> so... In response, in admiring, in admiring that character of God, the love, we are also charged. In First Peter chapter three verse eight, love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be cautious, be, be, be courteous. Yeah. Colossians three fourteen says, but above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. So that's what we have to do. We have to put on the love because he loves us. The only way that people will know that we appreciate God's love is by exhibiting it. If we appreciate God's love, if we appreciate God's compassion, it's for us also to exhibit it. Because when people see in us, they will not ask. Or oh, they uh, will not ask us, are you a Christian? But they will see Christ in us. And there's a son that we normally sing, that even with a smile, they feel the Father's love. Amen. Yep, that even with a smile. When you show a smile, people say, yeah. You know, I give you a testimony. Uh, two weeks ago, at, at, at my work, I was just passing to the restroom. A lady asked me, Uh, I greeted a a janitor. I greeted her. Then she said to me, she asked me, how are you? I said, I'm blessed and highly favored. So that's my usual word. I claim it. Claim it with all authority, with all right. Because Ephesians 1 verse 3 says that, Blessed be the Lord God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So I claim it. And everyone, because speak it, it will come to pass. So I went to the restroom and came back. The lady just stopped. The another one came, ran out of the uh, room and said, which church do you go to? I said, I go to Eastside Church on uh, Harrisburg. In Harrisburg, and there is on, uh, what do you call this street? Not Harrisburg Road, yeah, yeah. So I told, I told her that, I'm going to uh, this, off, uh, re, uh, I, I this off Rocky Rivers, because uh, I live over this off Rocky Rivers, Robert, uh, Robert. Uh, Church. Ro- Robinson Church Road, yep, because off this, uh, uh, Robinson Church Road, off uh, Rocky River, uh, Rocky River. She said, you know why I'm asking you that question? I said, no, because we always see you so joyful And every day that everyone that asks you, everyone when they say, how are you? You always say, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm also blessed and highly favored. Amen. So I say, yes, glory be to God. I say, you are. You are. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. Because as a child of God, you are blessed. He wants to bless us more than we want to be blessed. So I claim it. And every blessed day, I am blessed more and more and more. So claim it and get it because we are blessed he, because of his love, his love is infinite. Yes. You can't even imagine. But we are, all, we are all asked to exhibit because if you are a child, if you, if you appreciate his love, you will love. If you, if you appreciate his compassion, you will be compassionate. And that's one thing that every one of us have to, yes, we are soldiers of the cross, we must. Do it because we do not have any option. We have to make sure that we live a life that when people see us, just like David. David. When David, when his son Absalom, planned to take over the kingdom from David, the father. His friend Ahithophel, who was in David's council, connived. He wanted because he, he said, okay, David is over, now uh, uh, Absalom. So David and his uh, inner had to run away. Uh, Shema from Benjamin, tribe of Benjamin. He was throwing rock at David, cursing David. What did David do? Uh, Abishai could have just gone there and slay him and, and uh, kill him. David said, nope. Don't do it. Let him cause me because God has given him the grace to cause me. Can you see that? That's an attribute of a child of God. And that's what we as believers and followers of Christ are called to do because when we love God, we have we will exhibit all the trade because there are so many of them but i'm just honing in on just on these two but there were so many of them that i looked into that because he's a forgiving god he forgives us and remember the prayer that he prayed at the cross father forgive them for they know not what they do and that's what david did david forgave him saying i don't have anything to do with him do not bother him Let him curse me, maybe because of the curse that God will use it to answer my prayer. And also, our Lord Jesus Christ was very prayerful. Very prayerful. So every now and then, he goes to an isolated place to pray. And remember, we are called in Luke 18, verse 1, we ought to pray unceasingly, without losing heart. So that's the attribute that we have to, there's so many other attributes, like patience, uh, Christ was committed, because he, he came to die for us, and he did not change it cause. That's why when he, was, when, when he was praying, when he was uh, 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 talking in, 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 uh, in John 6, verse 68, Peter was asking him, who shall we go to? Who shall we go to? Because you have eternal word. And we have come to know and believe that you are Christ, the the only son of God. That's commitment that we cannot go away. We have to stick by. We have to stay. We have to follow you. We have to be prayerful. We have to be patient. We have to be compassionate. We have to be loving. We have to, be, to have to have self-control. We have to be servant because that's who he called us to be. He was a servant king, and we saw that. So there are several attributes that Christ showed to us that if we want to preach, it's going to be a series. <laughs> and we don't want, It's going to be a series uh, on the attribute of Christ, that as believers and followers, we are called to emulate that, appreciate it. Because if we appreciate, if you appreciate something, what do you do? You want do to do exactly that way. You want to do exactly that way. I, because I appreciate, I smile. <laughs> because I appreciate, I followed. Because I appreciate, I prayed, as he prayed. Definitely. So, brethren, I, my time is up, but I, it's, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to share his love, his compassion, his patience, his uh, his forgiveness, his commitment, his prayerfulness. What about his gentleness? So many of these things that are so, 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 so good that if we can just let the Holy Spirit lead us and accept that we are his righteousness, in Christ, uh, we are his righteousness God's righteousness in Christ Jesus because a lot of times we make that mistake please from today change your language yes. change your language whatever you I tell you that whatever you want to be because he created he gave he said that we are his children just accept say that I'm a child of God yes. all the time no matter what Satan tries to want you to mimic him Never. Just say, I am who He created me to be. So may the Lord bless us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to the East Side Church Podcast. If you have any questions or need more information, visit our website, eastsidechurch.co.